Welcome to Skin Deep with your host, Sharon Morton. She's scratching below the surface and bringing you the power to make informed decisions about what's in our food, water, and products that we bring into our homes that affect our bodies. It's a show that will help you heal your mind, body, and soul. So stay tuned for all things that are skin deep. Welcome to the Skin Deep Show here on Sirius XM Channel 141, HUR Voices. I'm your host, Sharon Morton, and we have part two of our menopause show coming at you today. If you remember last week, we had Dr. Wanda Dyson, founder of Change for Life Medical Spa and Aesthetics, on the show, as well as Brenda Brown, artist, activist, and friend of the show, talking about what doctors can't or won't tell you, and that's how to live your best life, even while going through menopause. And as I said last week, for you fellas, please know that today's show isn't just for the ladies. We know that menopause affects men, too, because you're the ones that have to live with us. Menopause affects everyone, including significant others, families, and even folks to work with women that are going through it. So as I always say, we're going to be doing more than just scratching the surface. Here on Skin Deep, we're giving you the power to make informed decisions about your health, and that includes improving your mind, body, and soul. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with information you just can't afford to miss here on Skin Deep. And welcome back to Skin Deep here on Sirius XM Channel 141. I'm your host, Sharon Morton. We're talking about menopause again today. It's a subject that's definitely worth repeating. You know, women need to know that they don't have to suffer through this change that can be debilitating for a lot of us. And uh, last week, we had a very informative discussion with Dr. Wanda Dyson, founder of Change for Life Wellness and Aesthetics and Minister Brenda Brown, who's a friend of the show and has experienced some of the, or one of the most extreme cases of menopause, right, uh, Brenda? Yes, yes, and uh, that's what I've been told. Yes, <laughs> and Dr. Dyson told you that yes, as well. Yes, <laughs> I've only seen one other person mm-hmm. with symptoms as severe as yours, mm-hmm. and she didn't sleep for about three months. And, you know, Dr. Dyson, tell our audience how important insomnia is. People can die from not sleeping, right? Right. You can die faster from not sleeping than not eating. Are you serious? And it affects your immune system, so it predisposes you to cancer if you're not getting enough sleep. That's right. You know, and a lot of people don't know that. I mean, people can actually really go crazy. We were talking about how doctors were telling women that they were crazy they were having you know breakdown mental Mm -hmm. breakdowns when they were actually going through menopause but you can really go crazy when you don't get sleep right doctor definitely yeah we've seen it can become uh, you've seen it with kanye west yeah when he wasn't sleeping and uh, staying up all night doing the adidas uh uh design all right right. doing his designs Mm -hmm. and doing the tour he had a psychotic breakdown yeah and that so we've seen it and Brenda, that happened to you in terms of insomnia. Like, yeah, it did. I had an incident where I thought the police were in the house because you because weren't sleeping. I wasn't sleeping. I was so just delirious and delusional. I just thought I thought the police had come into the house, and I said to my husband, um, "The police are here." And he was just so he was, you know, I think that was just yeah. the thing that took him over because he was like, "The sweetheart, the police aren't here in the house. You're just not getting enough sleep." And he took me up the street to Hopkins Emergency Room. Johns Hopkins. Johns Hopkins, yeah, which Baltimore. didn't help me at all. I, I was there several times during the time when I was having the most extreme um, symptoms. Yeah. They didn't help me at all. They weren't aware of what no. you, was happening to no, you. No, they weren't, they weren't helpful at all. So wow. what did they think was wrong with you when you went uh, to Hopkins? I think ER. they thought I was nutty. Yeah. Yeah, just nutty. And that they you gave me a um, mental breakdown. things to sleep. 
you know, they gave me some things to sleep, which didn't help. What's that most really popular? It's something very popular now that they use for sleep. Ambien? Ambien, yeah. Is that what they work, gave which you? Which didn't work for me. That yes, didn't help you? No. No, that didn't help me at all. Okay, have you seen that before, Dr. Dyson, where the women, you know, because they're going through menopause, they're suffering, you know, from severe insomnia and nothing helps them? Yes. The other person that I said that was as severe as she is. The three, they the had woman that the, didn't go? Did, didn't sleep for three months. Uh-huh. They had to put her on heavy psych, psychotic drugs like mm-hmm. Haldol. To sleep. To, to get her to, to come sleep. down mm-hmm. so she could sleep because she couldn't sleep at all mm-hmm. for three months. So and she was also delirious mm-hmm. and delusional and having hallucinations right. and things of that nature mm-hmm. when you don't sleep. Okay, and when you say to come down, what do you mean? What's going on? Why are you not able to sleep? Because as I said, the estrogen, the estrogen talks to your brain mm-hmm. and it helps the brain chemicals which calm us down and help us to sleep. It helps them to get into the brain. So when the estrogen goes down or declines, Mm -hmm. then that's what causes this whole scenario that women are going through. And, and, And that's why I'm so glad we're talking about this, so that women can understand that they are not crazy. Crazy, exactly. You know, that these are things that are happening to them as they're going through the change of life, as they're going through menopause. And for some women, menopause starts early, right, Dr. Dyson? You've seen that. I've seen it much earlier, like in their 30s even. Are you serious? Yes. And how did you determine, how do you determine that? Like, if you're 35, you don't expect to see Asking menopause. Asking questions, talking. Okay. Mm-hmm. When I was in training, they said you'll find out 80% of what's wrong with the person through the history, mm-hmm. listening to the patient. Okay. So I take the time to listen to the patient and find out what's going on. You'll figure it out wow. that way. But also, thank God, I went through it. So I have empathy. Mm-hmm. Had I not gone through it myself personally, I would not have understood. Wow. And there mm-hmm. are so many doctors. What about the male doctors who don't go through it? Who don't have wives that well, haven't gone through it? That what I experienced, right? With he and we were friends, right? Which made it really more hurtful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the one thing I, I wanted to say too was that one of the things that happened was when I was at Hopkins one time, they said to me, "Well, how long has this been going on? When was your last period?" Well, you still couldn't be going through menopause now. What do yes. you mean? I'm confused. Uh, in other words, they were saying that if had. The, if this had started at a certain age, I don't, I'm trying not to say to the age, mm-hmm. and um, and I was still going through it like seven years later. It couldn't be menopause. Oh right, because right. yeah, because because it do, because menopause doesn't last that long. That's what they were saying. Now menopause, menopause is forever. Right, sometimes, sometimes right. the symptoms are forever. Right, and I, know I people, asked my aunt who was 80 years mm-hmm. old. I said, "How long did your hot flashes?" go on and she looked at me like I was crazy why because she was still having she them? said she, she was, was still, still having, having them at 80 just like me I'm always hot I'm always hot all the time you okay know, all the time I'm hot you know that yeah we're, right we're, I'm always saying put the window I don't have on a coat today yeah yeah and it's cold outside and it's cold outside okay so uh, that's scary <laughs> Dr. Dyson that is scary to say that menopause goes on forever for some women for some women so mm-hmm. we're not all the same and it the, it doesn't manifest the same in every person so for Brenda, hers was very severe. Mm-hmm. Mine was mildly severe, but thank God it happened to me so I could understand. Mm-hmm. I would have not understood what women were going through had it not happened to me. All right. So women who are listening to the show can give you a call or visit your website. Give us your website, Dr. Dyson, so that they can talk to you about getting relief 
um, from what, whatever they're going through. Like you said, every woman is different, but whatever they're going through, what is it or how is it that they can reach you? The website is C as in cat, F as in Frank, L as in Larry, wellness.com. And my phone number is 202-575-4660. And so let's talk a little bit about what we were talking about last week, um, the metabolic syndrome. Explain that again, Dr. Dyson. What is the metabolic syndrome? So metabolic syndrome is diabetes, high blood pressure, elevated cholesterol, elevated other fats, which we call triglycerides, and an increase in the abdomen, the size of the abdomen. And that itself predisposes to heart attack. Right. We have all that going on. That's a risk factor. Mm -hmm. So they did a study, I think it was in Iran. And what they found was uh, they followed women. And as they went through menopause, they saw a rise in the metabolic syndrome after they went through menopause. So what we're seeing is related to menopause, heart attacks, metabolic syndrome, diabetes, etc. It's related to a decline in estrogen, but we're not recognizing it, nor are we correcting it because we've been afraid, based on the Women's Health Initiative, that use synthetic horse urine estrogen. Well, we shouldn't use it. We should be using the bioidentical, what did you call it? The Bio-ten- hormone. Bioidentical hormone, hormone replacement th- therapy. Right. But the, the, the study went on for some years for women who were just on the estrogen by itself. Mm-hmm. And th- those were women who had had a hysterectomy. So they could be on just the estrogen by itself. Without now, the progesterone. Without mm-hmm. the progesterone. Mm-hmm. Because the progesterone prevents you from getting uterine cancer, cancer of the womb. Okay. So the study went on and even on conjugated equine estrogen, which is from the pregnant horse, Mm -hmm. they found a decrease in heart disease and a decrease in in heart attack in those women. And not an increase in the breast cancer and the other cancers? Okay. So So you're promoting... They think think that it might have been related to combining the two together. The estrogen and the progesterone. Yes, and giving it to the women orally every day. Mm -hmm. Because they've done a study, the Danish did a study, which was almost 800,000 women. It was 798,098 women. Okay. And they were on every kind of hormone you can imagine. And what they found was there was a decrease in heart disease by 44% if you gave it to the women intravaginally through the vagina. Yeah. yeah. And a decrease by of 38% if you gave it through the skin. So with taking, not any increase of any of those other things. So taking any kind of estrogen replacement therapy is going to help you. Is that basically what you're saying? Not any kind, but you know. It's what what the doctors are prescribing. It's how you take it. So okay. it's through the vagina or through the skin is what they found was best. Okay. And the doctor who headed the study found that a monthly bleed mm-hmm. should happen. Okay. But, <laughs> Here we go. Nobody <laughs> wants to hear no, that. Nobody we wants to. <laughs> okay, well. I'll we, take it. Uh, you'll take it. Yeah, I'll okay. take it. All right, Brenda. Yeah. Well, I'm listen. I'm taking it. You're, t- you're mm-hmm. taking it. And she's it. taking it. Yeah. yeah. You are how old, Dr. Dyson? 64. And you are, you're fine with getting your period every month as long as you don't have to experience those. What's the alternative? Okay. Hell. Hell feeling, the alternative. feeling horrible. Hell is <laughs> right? the alternative. Okay. Yeah. So when we come back on the other side of the break, I want to talk about what men can do. What can they do to help 
their women, their sisters, their mothers, their girlfriends, mm-hmm. their wives, get through this. Okay, so uh, I want you all to stay tuned. We're having a really good and informative conversation here, right here on Skin Deep on Sirius XM Channel 141, HUR Voices. And we're back here on Skin Deep. I'm your host, Sharon Morton. So we were talking about the metabolic syndrome and what that is, what that means in terms of menopause for women. And Dr. Dyson was listing a number of symptoms, including high blood pressure, diabetes, uh, you know, the the expanding waistline. Uh, What else, Dr. Dyson? And Brenda, you were saying that you've experienced almost all of those things. Yeah, except for diabetes, yeah. And, you know, I'm in the gym every day, and I'm I'm constantly trying to work on this middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, Dr. Dyson, what I was going to ask you. Almost every day. (laughs) All of the, the long list of things that you told us in the last segment, uh, that happen to women when they are going through menopause. Um, do those things happen all at once? Is it one at a time? If you're getting an expanding waistline, should you say, well, wow, next is, you know, high cholesterol? Or what What should you do? What should you think while you're experiencing one or all of these things? They may not happen all at once. It could be just diabetes. It could be high blood pressure. It could be a heart attack. It could be any any combination okay of these symptoms for my sister uh hers is hair loss primarily and she also oh. has high blood pressure so mm-hmm. she's on about three blood pressure medicines oh. okay yes. so it's different for different people i haven't had hair loss but i'm on bioidentical hormone replacement mm-hmm. therapy mm-hmm. my blood pressure is normal and i don't need any medication mm-hmm. and most of my friends my age are on some type Meds. of medication yes. some mm-hmm. kind of medication to address the diabetes and all the other things that are a result of the menopause. Yeah. But what I don't understand, like Brenda, what I'm not understanding is, is there some kind of educational classes that these doctors should be taking so that when they see these symptoms in women, instead of uh, prescribing all of these medications yes. for high blood pressure yes, and I would say diabetes, yes. why aren't they saying, okay, this is a direct result of menopause? Can't they do testing to find that out, Dr. Dyson, and then just give women the prescription for a hormone replacement therapy? Not one doctor, but Dr. Dyson checked my hormones. She was the only one out of about, I said, she said 10 and 10 is right. She was the only one that checked her hormones. She was the only one. So that, that Dr. Dyson checking the hormones means checking the level of estrogen and making a determination. Estrogen, progesterone, testosterone. DHEA, it's a whole panel. Okay. Even might look at the thyroid hormone. Okay. Because a lot of things can be affected, and we're all individual. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how it manifests is different in different people. And so once a woman, say for instance, um, never had high blood pressure, she should, if, if she's, well, I was going to say at the age of menopause or has stopped her period and she's going through menopause, but you said even... Some women in their mid-30s are experiencing these symptoms. Yes. What should she do? Should she go to her OBGYN? Um, Brenda just said she went to 10 different doctors. How do you know what it is that you should do if you're going to doctor after doctor and they can't tell you what's wrong? I would honestly say that a lot of doctors are on a sort of treadmill kind of thing, that they have to see a lot of patients and for about seven to 10 minutes per patient. So they don't really have the time to do that type of investigation, nor do they have the time to do as much research as I did Mm -hmm. around bioidentical hormone replacement therapy and menopause, because I wanted to know 
what's going on? And I also wanted to know, am I doing the right thing? Right. Yeah. By mm-hmm. prescribing this. Is yeah. this good or is this bad? Right. I mean, with in light of that women's health initiative with the synthetic hormones and what happened with the increase in breast cancer and heart disease, mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure I'm saying the right things to women. Yeah. And believe it or not, Sharon, a lot of the female doctors aren't, aren't sympathetic either. Yeah, and, and maybe no, they, and they they're don't. Not. And, and do you think that they are educated or know, you know, what Dr. Dyson is talking about in terms of what could be happening to women and that it is a direct result of menopause? Do you think they know or they don't I th- care? I don't think they, I think they. Really? I think they don't care. That's been my experience. Oh, or or they don't have doctors, the time to care like Dr. Dyson was saying. Or they don't saying. have the time to care. Yeah. You know. You were going to say there were three doctors were that three were females? There were three doctors that were females that were, it was Dr. Dyson, Dr. Newton, and Dr. Trent. Okay. So we'll yeah. just say Dr. Dyson right. was the one that. Yeah. She was the one who finally took, you know, did my hormones and was. You know, and it had a remedy for me right away. And Dr. Newton and Dr. Was... Newton, Dr. Newton was very sympathetic. Okay, and she was willing to investigate. And she's the one that told me you you could almost be near death here between this insomnia and this imp- depression. Wow. And Dr. Um, Trent, of course, is my general practitioner right. who I've had for twenty years. So right. she's always very sympathetic to, yeah. to me. Yeah. So you yeah. were fortunate to find those three doctors. Yes. But so I, many yes. women are not able exactly. to, and, and don't exactly. have, and so many women don't even have access to good health care too. That right. is a that's another problem yeah Yeah. that's another problem Well, they don't have the money to go to a doctor that doesn't take insurance right or or they don't have good insurance Mm -hmm. or you know yeah yeah well that's why i'm doing the show because i want women out there to know that uh they're not alone firstly Mm -hmm. um it's always good to know okay i'm not i'm not crazy there's so there's millions of other women that are going through this and then also have access to a doctor and someone else who can help them and talk exactly. to them and uh, kind of see them through what it is that they're what it is that they're facing. What is it that men can do to help um, their significant others get through this uh, challenging time? Because you all just scared me and said that menopause <laughs> is forever. Okay. For some and people. For some people. Uh-huh. All right. And so what can your boyfriend, your husband, your brother, your you know, your significant other, what can they do to help you along through this? They can be supportive, but I hope that they love you enough to, to hang in there. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. some men don't. Mm-hmm. And they just leave their wives and get a younger model. Okay. Which That's is right. why men leave their wives uh, when they go through menopause and get, you know, a woman in their 40s or in their 30s. That's Which, very And bad. those women are going to, they're going to go through Eventually. it too. Yeah, right. exactly. Okay. We call it a midlife crisis right. that the right. man is going through. Right. But I really can understand why you would leave someone if they're acting crazy, mm-hmm. like my, mm-hmm. my aunt. Yeah. Because I they don't it. know. You do get it. And see, I've never heard a woman say that she gets it. Um, because of what men are going through. I, 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 you, I get it. You get it I too, get Brenda. It, yeah. As extreme as my case was, I get it. My husband was first of all frightened to death. Okay. Yeah, That's a good thing to point out. Right. They're he scared. was frightened to death. Right. Uh, and then he, you know, as my daughter, my daughters and my husband got together and would, you know, have little mini conferences okay. uh, about, about how what to do and what was the next step. And my daughter, my oldest daughter, is 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 a great researcher. So mm-hmm. she was researching everything she could find. Okay. You know, so, but uh, had I got to, um, had I been able to get to Dr. Dyson first, yeah. you know, instead of having to go through so many doctors, right. I would have been much better off and it would have much been much easier. But my husband hung in there. 
uh, he began to be very sympathetic because I'm the person that wakes up singing in the morning. Right. So I wasn't even getting out of the bed because I was so tired from not sleeping. Yeah. And I definitely wasn't singing. And insomnia can lead to depression, right? Right, Dr. Dyson? There's a connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also mm-hmm. suicide. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're going to have to have a discussion about that oh, too yeah. later. The insomnia can lead to depression, which can lead to suicide. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a lot There's of an increase in suicide among people who have insomnia. Wow. Yes. Okay. And yeah, we definitely have to talk about that. We have to. I, I remember you telling me about some kind of study about blue light. What's going on with the phones? Uh, people using their phones more and more, and that LED light that's affecting them. They're not mm-hmm. getting sleep, and that's leading to an increase in suicide as well. So, yeah, a, there's a connection there. So, uh, thankfully, uh, Dr. Dyson, we can uh, find you at cflwellness.com and call you at the Change for Life Wellness and Aesthetics at, what? what's your number again, Dr. Dyson? 202-575-4660. And then, Brenda, I mean, you are always a, a wealth of information because you've gone through it firsthand. Yes. You know, you've done, and your daughter have done all of the research. Yes. And uh, you were... Thankful and lucky enough to find and doctors enough, yes. who were yeah. able to help yes. you and, yes. and and get you through it. Yes. How do you feel now? Oh, I feel really well, really good. Uh, I still Is get still very a challenge? hot, though. Yeah. yeah, I still get very hot and I sweat a lot. Yeah. Uh, but I feel really good. Much better. Yeah, much better. 100% better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I can't thank you ladies enough for being on the show and helping our audience, hopefully, get through some challenging times. If they're not facing them now, then they will be down the road, Road. right? Yeah. And hopefully it will uh, be a time in their life where they can call on you, Dr. Dyson, and get some help. Uh, Again, you can reach Dr. Dyson at cflwellness.com. She is the founder of the Change for Life Wellness and Aesthetics Medical Spa. Um, and I'm going to say right now, that's it. Uh, I'm your host, Sharon Morton, and I hope that you take the information we provided today and use it to grow your health. Please like us on Facebook at The Skin Deep Show on Sirius XM. You can tweet us at Skin Deep Radio and go to our Instagram page, Skin Deep Sirius XM. Thanks again for tuning in on all things that are skin deep. This has been Skin Deep with your host, Sharon Morton. Thank you for listening. Tune in again next week for conversations and tips on health and healing of the mind, body, and soul.